There it is. We're live. Pinkular Nearly, episode 192. All right. So based on popular demand, we will only be discussing wings and hockey and No MMA and fitness. Can we slip some MMA in? And UFC. Oh, really? So... Uh, fucking Mahega Megamin is is doing crazy. You know the, the scourge of of uh, Kazakhstan. They call him. <laughs> <laughs> he gets you know, Rot's number one around fighter. goat heads or whatever the fuck that sport was. I don't even know what yeah. MMA Kyle's excited about. Uh, I don't know. I w- well, well yeah, we, we were being sarcastic, but I, I mean, if we were going to discuss MMA, and we're not, uh, Kevin Lee made Barbosa's eye look like a bloody vagina the other night. Uh, so that was interesting. Oh, I didn't watch. But I guess we're not it, discussing it. Uh, no, no, we won't discuss it. Another thing we're not discussing, wings. That's what he said, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that was the first thing on my list. It's such an interesting I, uh, schism between the two groups that are discussing PKA, you know, yeah. where, like, the subreddit, is, which is, to be, it is the smaller group, but it's the more, like, hardcore, I would say, they, a lot of them, they're they're still pretty split, but a lot of them, a higher percentage of them are like, oh, I don't like Wings Talk as much. The YouTube comments, as I was going through, they seem to really, really like it. Huh. And I of know course. that, yeah. Yeah, you'll never get a firm grasp on drama. Yeah, you'll never get a firm grasp on on who wants what. I think I think the majority of people like Wings Talk, and and those that don't like it need to understand that the whole reason the guest was there was for Wings Talk. He was like, he contacted us. He's like, hey. I want some wings talk. Some deep lore. Yes, (laughs) that's what he he was here for. So this is related to wings talk, but Wings Tings is back. But I feel like Sean Ranklin, if I'm getting his name right, is the new king in this space. Mm. Are are we seeing it this way all over? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought we weren't going to do wings talk. We're not talking about wings. Oh, we're talking about wings. We're talking about this is wings talk talk. (laughs) <laughs> ah, a loophole! <laughs> Suck it, haters! How yes. many layers of irony are we on? <laughs> yeah, Sean Ranklin got got fifty thousand views in about forty eight hours. They got on a war one video. Uh, yeah, I and love, um, yeah. and uh, I, I hear what you're saying about Wingstings being back, and I could be wrong about this. I, I'm really not as into it as I as I jokingly say I am, but I. I so I'm not sure, but I think that maybe someone who just like, ch- you know how you can change your channel name to like anything? Mm-hmm. I think someone may have changed their channel name to Wings Tings and then just ripped his like stuff and is using it. That's okay. possible, but, I, but I'm not really sure. I, I, it could I, be. I'm not looking that carefully. I, I guess you could look at all his. Oh, you think they took all his whole history of videos too? I, uh, I don't know. I, I haven't looked into that. Oh. It just seems like when the intro comes on, it's kind of like blurry, like like someone like, ripped it and then uh, re-uploaded it the god of war stuff made me want to play god of war and and i i might have this wrong so i i don't mean to i don't mean to indult uh insult his gaming skills i don't want to get banned but it seemed like he had spent about an hour and 20 minutes on like the first initial um golem like characters and i mean golem yeah. from uh from Lord of the Rings, the the like that kind of describes the kind of character he was fighting. There was a couple of them, and he spent like an hour doing that. Like, I don't have you seen this, Taylor? So, God uh, of War, uh, God of War, the I, new I know God of is. a new yeah. God of War game came out, and it's uh, it's sort of a quick time event game. Uh, it, that's how I always knew it, but like watching the new game play, first of all, Wings is an excellent gamer, and this is right up his alley, but uh. He was really struggling with it. He put it on the, like the most difficult difficulty level, and the game is like, "Are you fucking sure, bro? Because this 
this means you are actually a god of war if <laughs> when you play on this level. And he's like, I'm an adult, all right? Just give it to me. And he's, and he's like, yes. And he's like, are you really, really sure? Because there's no going back. When you die, you die. You will be Kratos himself incarnate if you play the game at this level. And he's like, yes. Yeah. Sure, are you sure? Yes, yes, yes. And, and, and like you have to box. know, you for to like a yes decade, times. I've been hearing Wing say, like, I play every game on the hardest level. It's like a part of his sense of self-worth beating games on their hardest level. He's platinumed everything, which is, you know, getting all the achievements. And um, But apparently God of War is another level on just how difficult it was. Because Wings is not bad at games. But God of War made it look like he was. He was like, what am I doing wrong? Why can't I beat Schmeagol? You know, it like looked, It looks so frustrating. Oh. I, I was In my head, I was like, man, just, just drop it down to hard. You know, you don't have to go to easy or normal. Just drop it down to hard. I feel like nobody is going to mind or, you know, like start raging now and, and like, like feed into it. But he didn't either. He, he got really frustrated. And it was sad to see, honestly. I was like, I, oh. I, I wanted to see him win. I really did because I'm, I'm interested in that game. I don't have a PlayStation 4, but it made me want to get one. Like, um, like, it's, like, a, it's got cool looking combat. I've, I've never played personally, but I've watched people play that game before, one of the previous ones. And it's an aesthetically very cool game. Like yeah. the way you fight, it's really fluid. The guy himself is like, covered in like the kind of sand or white shit or whatever that they would put on people and or what I imagine they put on them and like before they go fight in the Coliseum, you know, where they like whiten them all up and then they give them like red stripes. So it's, it's a very cool game. I appreciate what he was going through because um, so I'm not as good a gamer as Wings, but I do have the same kind of attitude where it's like I will bang my head against this brick wall hundreds of times until that wall gives in, you know, and and, and that I that, I did a stream where I did um, what is the last scene called in COD Four where you where you're on the plane trying to rescue the guy? Oh, oh, shit! Like the the slow motion one where you have to kill the yeah, guy you have as to get he's a holding headshot. him hostage. Did you guys do uh, that with the headshot? Yeah, yeah, yeah that was that was pretty hard when you put it on veteran or whatever the toughest yeah. one was because it was like there's not enough time for any of this. Mile <laughs> High Club. Mile High, High Club. Club. Yeah, that, that's, that's great. That that's right exactly there. it. So I, about I did. I had done, I had beaten COD and then I had become like a multiplayer guy and I was even a, a pretty well-known YouTuber and I was like, you know, I don't have the Mile High Club achievement. I'm going to go get this on a live stream and I just beat my head against that wall and I, I don't know how many times I tried it. I, I might have tried it like 150 times on stream, but I had done it like 100 times privately, you know, prior to that. It was really hard for me. I, I just, it just wasn't feeling it. It's hard. And I was getting some bad advice in the chat, you know, like go the other way, try this, try that. And I, and in the, like, I didn't know that I was getting bad advice and that led me to like down the wrong path a couple of times. And I might not have taken had I not been live streaming. Is that the most difficult thing you've ever done in gaming like that? Or, uh, you know what I thought for me personally, there was, there was another part in COD 4 that was even harder. Um, there was a, no fighting in the war room was, uh, it's a time that was difficult. Yeah, I, I, what yeah, happened was, was I gotten myself in a bit of a pickle. Like, so what happens is if you have enough time, it'll do like an autosave. And then when you die, you pick up from there. I must have hit an autosave when I just barely had enough time, yeah. which meant that I really pretty much had to clear this level while sprinting. You know, it would yeah. have been easier to start over again. Mm -hmm. And I, I just, it, I, I, that took me several days, that section, 
Yeah, that one was hard. You're like invading a missile silo, mm -hmm. and like it, the deal is like the missiles are about to launch, like nuclear missiles, and you've got to like invade the missile silo, kill, I'm going to guess, 40, 50 guys who are in like five man, seven man squads as you go, like through these tunnels, and like it's, it's, it's brutal. And you know, you're picking up weapons as you go, and it's timed, uh, right? So, yeah. like, I hate timed levels. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's uh, so um, Borderlands is a game where there's no clock on it and oftentimes in borderlands if you have all the patience in the world it's an easy game you're like oh look if i stand way out here in the fucking distance he doesn't even shoot back it's like he doesn't see me so yeah. i can just put like you know like a, a thousand headshots in this guy even though i'm four levels lower than i should be when it's time like you gotta run you gotta get in there and it, it's mm -hmm. very difficult so that for me was harder i think than um Mile High Club. Sometimes Borderlands was pretty easy, though. Like, you'd be mm -hmm. up against Terramorpheus or Progenitus or whatever the big monster was. But if all right. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> you know what the hardest COD level for me was? Was no Russian. Because no matter how hard I tried, I couldn't kill everyone in the airport. <laughs> you run uh, out of ammo and you just have to start knifing those people waiting in security. <laughs> well, they, they hide in place. Please! No! Ah! <laughs> there should be an achievement for that. I, I love <laughs> no when survivors. there's a mission. Yeah, I love whenever, whenever you get it to a mission. Because I thought it would be one. <laughs> it, it, it was not, though. My favorite mission, I think, was Halo 2, though. The, the final mission of Halo 2, when you're driving, uh, like, a warthog, uh, like, to safety as the planet explodes or the ring explodes, whatever it is. And uh, it's like, dun 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 And you're, like, you're driving through this path as the, like, land crumbles beneath you. And at the end, you hit a ramp. And you jump out of the warthog and grab the bottom of the spaceship and, like, crawl your way up. And it's, it's, it's so, it, like, gets you. you remember pump. how the warthog had a mind of its own in the air, though? Yeah, it would like twist. You'd, like launch off perfectly straight, and you'd be like, no, 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 because it would just start <laughs> listless. Yeah. Like you could turn in midair, and it would act, and it would turn it. Like Halo. <laughs> oh man, Halo got me so pumped. I was so pumped when Halo Two ended, and, and he's like, Master Chief like ends up on the like side of like the the gigantic alien dropship or whatever it is, and it, it goes through a rift like wormhole, and it shows up like next to Earth, and and uh, they're uh, the, the like the general or whatever's like, wait a minute, we're getting a, we're getting a signal. That's that's Spartan 117. Master Chief, what are you doing on that giant alien dropship? Because he's like hanging onto the side of a ship the size of a town. He's like finishing the fight, sir. It's and then the and, and it ends. It ends. It just goes to credits. You're like, ah, ah, hmm. ah, ah, I was standing in that midnight release game with all those stinky fuckers. I have a Halo story. I'm finishing the fight. <laughs> I um so I, I played on a live stream and I won't mention names because it's all ancient history now. But um, he's just frozen there, smiling. <laughs> so uh, there was a Halo game where you could play with four people. I don't remember which one it was, but it was a co -op. ODST. Oh, okay. All right, so so Halo ODST. I played it in a live stream with three people. One of them was a girl, and. Uh, uh, I don't know. We're just banging around going through the game. It seemed pretty easy. It might have been a short campaign compared to most games. But the girl at least like pretended that she really liked me, that she thought my voice was amazing. And uh, 
I might have had like a scheduled upload or, or maybe she just noticed a video or something. But she's like, what do you have a new video out? And it's like, yeah, you know, whatevs. And she's like, you can hear her playing it and pretending to be masturbating to the sound of my voice on stream. And uh, it was just like flattering. It, but really, I'm sure that's ha that's not the first time a lady's masturbated to the sound of Woody's gamertag voice. I, I, I think it might Ooh, be. Ooh, there's a new Mail Monday. <laughs> I know there are a couple jack-off questions being answered. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to cream their pants in a sleepover or some shit. You know, I need some advice on how to avoid that. You know? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just one of the weird uh, takeaways I have from my whole YouTube career. It was like, oh, yes, yes. And I'm just like... I, I think I wrapped up the stream, like politely, like yeah, you know, called it called it good. Jackie wouldn't like this at all. That was yeah, like I, single Woody might have played along with it, hummed, put that yeah. put that bass right on your pussy, <laughs> or something. <laughs> that Stern. That's what Stern did. Stern did that I know, once. I stole it, 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 from it, him. Yeah, I'm telling Taylor, like 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 it's it's sort of it's shown in his movie. Like you should see Private Parts, like Howard Stern's movie. It's actually good. Like, it was so good. It was one of those t things where, like, a non-actor does a movie, and it's so good that they're like, I can never do another movie again because that actually worked. That was I my peak. Yeah. That, he peaked so hard. Like, like that's, how, that's part of how he got the, the, the nickname, the king of all media, because at one point he had the number one radio show, the number one movie in the country, and the number one book in the country, like, simultaneously, and, and, they, and they dubbed him the king of all media, and he was like, oh, Never gonna fuck that up. No, no, we're not gonna bomb at another movie. Um, but but there's a part where like this, and in the and the movie, it's a gorgeous woman calls in and tells him like she's hot for him or whatever, and he's like, he, and he gets her to take her big speakers, like she's got this big like gigantic speakers, and like lay them on the ground and straddle them, a straddle like the uh, the subwoofer, and he starts, and she's just ah, ah, just like making her come on air with his voice. It's it's great. <laughs> that does sound pretty funny. I need to listen to some classic Stern. I, I could definitely recommend you some of the best bits. One of my favorite is, uh, you know, he's got the whack pack or whatever. There's a guy called, um, um, oh, what's his name? It's Eric, Eric the retard. No, I think it's Eric the retard. I, I'm, I'm spacing. I, I haven't had much sleep, but anyway, he gets a retarded guy who's a uh, comment on the show, and uh, basically they dress him up like an astronaut in studio, and they tell him. He's going to the moon. Not he's going to pretend to go to the moon. He's going to the moon. And here's your spaceship. They've got a cardboard box mocked up like a spaceship. They oh, put yeah, him in I, it. I think you've told me this before. Yeah, they, yeah. they mm -hmm. shake it. They tell, And they're like, you're on the moon. What's it like? It's scary. <laughs> he, he starts freaking out. And they had to be like, all right, you're coming back now. You're coming back now. Oh, he's back. And they open it up and he comes out a little, little tearful. He's <laughs> like, all right, we went too far. Ugh. He probably came out a little less retarded, though. Mm, he did he, become an astronaut. He, he did know that he didn't actually go to the moon when he came uh, out. I n no. No. Like, like, like that's, see, that's mm. the benefit of being retarded. Why there like, no hole in the ceiling from Bettoff? Like, <laughs> see, like, just, just little things. He could have put the pieces together. <laughs> no, he couldn't do that. Uh, you know, the, all, all the characters are good. But, yeah, I could recommend to you some, uh, some excellent Stern. Um, there's some... It, what's what's the funnier moments aren't even on the surface funny. Like if I describe them to you, you're like, eh. But like 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 you know, it's when they start harping and picking on the the ancillary characters of the show until that character breaks and like has a rageful moment. Like Fred, if 
I remember correctly, like bought his mother like a cake for some anniversary birthday day kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, he got like the frozen uh, cookie puss cake from like Dairy Queen or whatever. And they start making fun of the cookie puss cake for 45 minutes. They're mocking him for buying his mother this cake. Until he finally snaps and starts like yelling at people and, and is call, this and, an erotic cake or no, is that just no. a silly name from DC? It's just I'm, a I'm, silly I'm name. having a hard trouble. Yeah, uh, let me I'm show you. Trouble picturing just like here's a my, cock cake. <laughs> here's my question <laughs> though. So I've watched a lot of Stern. I've seen them pick on each other. I, I, they seem to get really mad. They argue. They fight, etc. Now, what I want to know is right. Like they, they go to the cookie puss. He snaps. He gets crazy. He's like, "You guys, you didn't shut up. It's a cake. You, it's." My mom, when they go to commercial, are they like, yeah, that's some good radio we just put out? I think it depends. I, I, so, I bet they do. So some of the characters, you know, do that, and they don't like that. So they actually hit them with, like, personal stuff. Like, J.D., they, they have a guy named John Hind on the show who I think may have had a background in actual investigative journalism, okay? Like, like he's the kind of guy who would go, like, look into Muammar Gaddafi's, like, and this was like, a retarded like, guy? No, 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 no. This is a, a guy with an investigative journalism background named John Sorry, Hines. You got me thinking that they're all retarded. No, no. <laughs> this guy's employed by the show. He's, the he's, a, he's a, like a credentialed journalist. He's the guy who would be like looking into Muammar Gaddafi's like uh, sexy bodyguards or whatever and like getting the mm -hmm. dirt on him. But instead, they'll assign him to members of the staff. All right, you follow JD around for the next two weeks. Find every weird, embarrassing, odd thing about him. I want you to be look look under his fingernails, get the dirt, come back. We mock him on the air. The mystery of the missing chromosome. Yeah. He come, and he comes back and he's like, "Well, it turns out that JD hat doesn't wash his sheets, and I mean ever. It's been over a year since JD has washed his sheets." And they and then they mock JD endlessly about that. They find out that JD like uh, spends thousands of dollars a month on cam girls and has them have them do like weird shit like put peanut butter on their pussy and have their little dog lick it off and stuff that's more embarrassing than the sheets thing oh but i also question that guy's you know investigative integrity if he's willing to make a year-long claim after two weeks you know how can you believe him i well because jd admitted it like, like and and then there was all oh, this talk so it wasn't having an investigative thing when's the last time you changed your sheets oh just when they disintegrate i get another one well, they'll follow <laughs> they follow him around and like observe him like he's a zoo animal or something he'll count the how many times jd taps his foot at his desk at one point it was 180 times in one minute like dear god is there something wrong with you jd what do you eat for lunch? the 180th tap it's once again time to masturbate yeah. <laughs> stuff like that it's uh but yeah i could recommend some good slip some some okay. good clips it's, it's fun to watch them i guess it's kind of like o and a where you can't describe the bits that well without making them sound because o and a it'll be like oh and they just made fun of this you know clearly not fully there zimbabwean pilot who made oh. a fake helicopter and it's like that doesn't sound that funny but then when you see it it's oh, hysterical. that's that's great. If um, have you seen that one, Woody, where ONA mm -hmm. makes fun of the? Oh, that, I love that shit. Like, like, and I, I, I still wonder to this day. If you got if you got Lieutenant Zambombe aside with no camera, and you're like, dude, what the fuck? He's always oh, funny joke. He's funny joke, right? Yes. Yes. But but or, this or maybe, is actually a shopping cart. Made a helicopter out of your shopping in. cart and no parking signs. Of he course claimed it's a he joke. Had, <laughs> he claimed he had <laughs> flown it. <laughs> and I think like the speed that he life. said he flew it at was like not at all tenable. 
like no. got it up to 32 miles per hour and it's like <laughs> oh what but but how like it's <laughs> just a giant clunker yeah like weighs as much as five volvos yeah I need more shit like that because I can only re-listen to the old ONA with Patrice shit so many times, even though they are pretty much nine out of ten of them are hilarious. I was listening to an ONA, I think it was ONA, but but there's so many clips of just like the sort of cast of characters that, that sometimes it's that it seems like ONA. It's the same cast of characters, but they're not even doing ONA. In any case, they were making fun of Howard Stern's daughter. Bill Burr was on there, I think. Patrice was on there, uh, and they're she's making fun a of civilian. She had done like a Broadway style play where she's dressed absurdly. She looked she looks like a pretty Howard Stern. She's got a big honker, big old nose. And she she scream she sing she scream singing about her vagina. And so they keep playing like 10 second clips of her vagina. And then they'll rip on her for like five minutes. And I don't remember who was tapping out. It may have been Patrice, but he was, he was like, that's that man's daughter. That's that <laughs> man's daughter. Y'all fucking up. You know, not only is it his daughter, but it's Howard Stern's daughter. He's going to hit back yeah. or something. But Did yeah, he? It, I mean, how, they, they had like the biggest, uh, or at least Opie did more than I, Anthony. I think behind hitting back is the right move. His, his, his way of hitting back, I think, and maybe Taylor could help me, was he went with he like got them behind the scenes with the upper management and kind of had, had a lot of things happen to their show. <laughs> yeah. They, he basically, I, they say that, but I feel like almost like, Oh, and a was the second biggest show on Sirius, but it was like, you know, uh, the way it's like, Oh, now, you know, Warren Buffett's the second richest. And it's like, yeah, but he's only worth like two thirds of fucking, uh, uh, Bezos or whatever. So it was like a second place, but a huge chasm, separated them and so ona clearly always had like an inferiority complex about it mm -hmm. uh it seemed more obvious with opie anthony seemed to just more like making fun of it like ooh, robin and like all his ridiculous voices and shit and yeah i feel like they were like oh stern's coming after us he you know it's like i don't i don't think you're even on his radar dude like i don't think he goes to bed at night thinking oh man opie's catching up Didn't no they, he's like i've got a stranglehold on this whole fucking industry didn't stern do a thing where they they couldn't be in the hallway at the same time as him or something like that. And to facilitate that, they like shut the building down when Stern was walking in and nobody could go into the hallway or enter the building. That, that was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think they did shut it down because, uh, cause he's into there, there was one video cause Opie used to always try and make like viral videos. And he was like outside of a glass door once at XM radio and Sirius, whatever headquarters. And he's like, Oh, here he comes. Here comes a big special guy. And then, like, Howard and his team walk by. And he's like, see, we can't even be in there at the same time. He doesn't like me filming him right now. And was, like, doing that. And it was like, oh, wow, they really did kind of shut that whole floor down. <laughs> so yeah, Howard Ronnie the limo driver's walking behind him, like, like all. Ronnie's such a cunt. Like, like I think you follow Where's the Ronnie? show enough to know. Do you know Ronnie the limo driver? I don't know. I'm sure Woody does. Woody? I know the he, name, but I, like, I, I couldn't tell you why he's a cunt. I, I, he, his, he's got such a combative, like, New York way of like responding to everything you could be like oh ronnie it's a nice shirt what the fuck you mean what the fuck you mean it's a nice shirt yeah what like he's always just so angry and and me, I, it's got to be a bit because like nobody can be that mad all the time he's just <laughs> such a fucking asshole there is a a new york thing that i like i like seeing it i don't have it but you know when i see some i see it in um politics but like there are people in the trump universe who have uh like hints of it and uh i like watching it 
That's yeah, I, I don't know about people from New York. I, whenever I was there, I would always make sure to open the door for people just to see their reaction. Because I, I felt like they weren't used to that happening. <laughs> oh, yeah. After you. What the fuck are you up to? <laughs> I feel like if you live in a city with that many people, it, you'd, you'd get like more used to holding the door open, right? I like trying like to be it... polite? Or is that just my Midwestern ass thinking may as well be polite? Like I, It didn't. I think that. I think that, it's a class that, thing is what I think. I think if you live in an expensive uh, apartment complex, people are holding the door for each other. If you live in one filled with, I don't know, criminals, then they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. I've never lived with a bunch of crims. Have you ever been? Have you been to New York, Taylor? No. Nope. Any time in there? It's. I didn't enjoy it. You know, I, I've been to so many cities, and that that was one I just really didn't enjoy. I think the thing that got to me was when, like, I was walking in Manhattan one day, and I just realized that you couldn't see the horizon, that you were literally like, I don't know, the, the, there were so many buildings that so dense and for so far that all you could see, the horizon was way up high, and it was just sort of between building peaks. And I was like, ah, this is a little claustrophobic now. It feels like I'm underground almost. I, I didn't care for that. So I... It's fun. That's how I feel about Harlan, Kentucky. I don't know if you, I'm sure you've all been to Harlan, Kentucky. The uh, New York of Kentucky. <laughs> you know? uh, Harlan, Kentucky is a very poor sort of broken coal town, but maybe ex-coal town filled with opioid addicts and good off-roading, which is why I was there. And uh, um, the, the geography of it is that you kind of stay in a valley and the mountains are on either side of you. And it's like, fuck, the sun comes up at 10 and goes down at 3.30 in the summer here. Like, Jesus ah. Christ. Like, the horizon is so high that it takes forever for this to happen. And uh, But New York, on the other hand, when I go there, like, I see it as one of the most impressive accomplishments of humankind. Like, it, if you go to Chicago, and Philly's an even better example, it's like, yeah, Chicago rivals New York. But it appears to be one-tenth the size of it. The yeah. scale of how far New York is 50 stories dense just goes yeah. on and on and on. It's way more sprawling than a city it, like Chicago, not, not just according sprawl, to every picture. Not just sprawling, but impressive sprawl. Yeah. Like Atlanta is very wide. L.A., very yeah. wide. L.A. But, but, has 15-story buildings as far as the eye can see. A 15-story yeah. building is nothing in New York. That is a that clearly needs to be ripped down and replaced with a 65. Yeah, you're waste. Yeah, you're losing money. There's no way you can you can you can be a landlord with a 15-story building in Manhattan. It's it's not earning its keep. The real estate yeah. is so expensive. Yeah, and that's like if you go to um, is it called the Freedom Tower? What's the new 9/11 building? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Freedom, Freedom Tower, Tower, I think. Yeah, if you go there and just get the view of it, it's like oh my god, like. This thing is so built up, so tall for so far. You know, it's not just like New York. Fuck, even Raleigh has like five of them. They have thousands of buildings in this class. It's it's something else. They must Very be concerned impressive. about it all just sinking into the ocean oh, with oh, all well, that weight. The real right? risk is that it will <laughs> turn over. <laughs> it doesn't just sink, it capsizes. We're going to put a big tower over there. We can't. We're at our weight limit. <laughs> we need another tower on the starboard side of the city. Before, <laughs> Like cities as big as a, and then like even more impressive is like when you compare 
you know, like those star comparison videos where they're like, here's our sun and here's this other star and here's this other one. And before you know it, like the scale is so big, you can't wrap yes. your head around it. Uh-huh. Like when you see like, oh, here's, you know, you know, Harlan, Kentucky. And then here's, you know, Raleigh and then Chicago and then New York. Like you go from New York to like Tokyo and it's mind blowing. Is mind blowing how big a city like Tokyo. Oh, it's it's not twice as big as New York. It's not three times as big. It's like orders of mag it's it's got like 30 plus million people there it like cities like new york and up they like just look like human termite mounds you know like it's like it a annoy giant you? Cre- no, does it annoy you no, not that does it annoy you all at all that dubai is so impressive and has those incredibly tall buildings yes don't no, don't, don't, don't you wish that don't don't you wish that america had the tallest building in the world yes I don't care. <laughs> that doesn't occur. It, it does to me. I, I whenever I see like, oh, dude, they're they're creating a new tower in Abu Dhabi, and it's it's going to be eight thousand meters tall. Eight thousand meters. Wait, twenty four thousand. Well, how many miles is that? It's <laughs> <laughs> like four miles. That's, yeah. the, that's insane. It's it, you know I'm exaggerating, but but like whenever they I see they're building a new one and the, and they do that thing you know where they do the comparison. Here's like um, the, the 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 Statue of Liberty. And here's the former twin towers. And here's this tower they're building in Abu Dhabi. It's like it's like a it's like a third bigger. What are we doing over here? Why can't our buildings be as tall? I've looked up the Tokyo stats because you know those dirty japs. It didn't sit right with me that New York wasn't even competitive. So here's some stats: New York has 8.6 million people, uh, and Tokyo has 13.6 million people. But the thing is, Tokyo has about. Uh, just under 7,000 people per square mile, and New York has 28,000 people per square mile. That, that density that we're talking about, how everything is 60 stories, that's what that's the cool part about New York. Yeah. And you're discounting the fact that our people are mm. much larger, so that density mm. uh, number is not being read uh, to, to its full measure. Much that's bigger thinking. People. Yeah, yeah. No, just like, and I, so I... I don't know if it's still true. Philadelphia was like the fifth largest city in the country. And then I looked mm-hmm. at it and it was like, oh, well, they kind of cheated. They just expanded the city boundary to make it bigger than, you know, some of the, the, the competitors. Um, that's what Tokyo did. You know, for most cities, you have to look at metro area anyway, because most cities are not structured like New York like that. You know, LA like if you look at example. Philly, like you look at kind of the metro area, because that gives you a better feel for the size of it. You know, like mm-hmm. L.A., that's another good example of that. You're right. L- L.A. has parts of L.A. that hardly seem like city. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, New York is impressive to me. It blows me away. Absolutely. And- I remember when uh, you and I were driving up there uh, and you could see the Freedom Tower from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, like, like so goddamn far away. And it's like, holy shit, look at that thing. What, something about that dri- driving from Jersey and you start seeing the exit signs from the Sopranos. It's like, yeah, you know, woke up yeah. this morning. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, was, I just started humming that in my head, too, since you said it. Uh, I like the intro to that because you're like, man, this really is kind of a shithole. Like <laughs> the, the king of a shithole. I always feel like, like, you know what? This is North Jersey. Uh, the whole state's not being accurately represented. <laughs> it's a very nice gardeny part down south. Yeah, they, oh, they yeah. showed the Pine Barrens. It, it's... <laughs> yeah, 
Mm. That's how it is every time, like, they show areas that you live in. Like, with a Gone Girl, that movie, they showed Missouri, you okay. know, and it was like, that's not where it's like in 5% of the state, you know, <laughs> where I live, you know? Well, well, look at Walking Dead, right? Like, like they show ton of tons of Georgia, and I'm like, ah, yeah, it is that shitty. That's accurate. That, that's, <laughs> that's what it's like there. Dude, they, uh... I've been down there where they film. I uh, I've been down there where they film. Uh, I was I was having lunch with a girl like maybe a, two months ago or something like that, in Sonoa, Georgia, I think it is S E N O I A, and uh, they film down there. That's one of the locations they film at. We're sitting there in the cafe, and I kind of look over my shoulder because she, I see her, I see her eyes rise to to the window, and so I look over my shoulder out the window. And there's a zombie walking down the street. And I don't mean like some jerk like dressed himself up like Halloween. No, there is a movie quality zombie walking with an <laughs> arrow stuck through him, like dragging himself through. The, and here comes, here comes another one. They're just walking through the street. Only got 30 there. minutes for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> he's not like walking around casually. He's like, like he's, he's just like dragging himself along the sidewalk. Was he from Character the set, actor. you think? Is that the deal? Or is he just a big I'm, fan? Yeah, just how annoying would that be? Dude, <laughs> I it think would be so a... funny to just try and make your way onto set in your own zombie outfit. Just <laughs> I love the it. Shoot. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm honestly not sure which it was. I think that it one's got been. vampire teeth. <laughs> yeah. I, it'd be cool if, like, I'm sorry to cut you off, Kyle, but if someone did that really well, that slipped in something that didn't fit, right? Like, like they're, they're movie level zombie garb, like Kyle's describing, but they quick throw on like a MAGA hat, you know, like yeah. a Make America Great Again <laughs> hat. Political. And try to get it in there. Well, how's that one in rollerblades? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> must have died while blading. You know? <laughs> uh, can we? Talk are, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, I, 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 it kind of reminded me of in Sedona, Arizona. They have. It's sort of it's a touristy town in like this like basin. You got to like drive down circular like down into it from mountains in Arizona. It's beautiful there. It's where it, like those big red rock formations are there everywhere, and they have a cowboy and Indian walking down the, around the streets of the of the town there, and they are the most authentic cowboy and Indian pair you've ever seen. Like like it totally be in a movie set. So much so like I walked with the cowboy and I was like, is that a real gun? And he's like, yeah. Is it loaded? Well, open carry. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, that's a that's, that's that is a cowboy. That that they just have a cowboy. And I was I was a little afraid around the Indian. Like, like maybe he would start, you know, scalping. Is that a some functional bow? Yeah, he's uh <laughs> give him cholera or something. Give him cholera. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh, I watched Terror. Barely. I don't know. Something about the show's not called Terror? No, it is that's what I, I was okay. thinking about. I think there's a new episode and I haven't seen it. Are there it yet. three oh. episodes out now? There's like five, well, six. I was actually. Just I'm waiting ask for it so it. I can like binge it all at once. I'll have to ask you about the most recent episode. It, it was, uh, in large part, dull. So I started mm. watching Reddit and stuff, and then some important shit went down, and I was like, "Why? Did, how did we even get here? What?" How are these colossally terrible decisions being made? I've seen better decisions in a Friday the 13th fucking movie than I have in this show right now. I, I think at some point soon they're going to abandon the boats. I, I think that that's coming. That decision might be made soon. Uh, I haven't seen the most recent episode, but if you haven't seen it, it's on AMC. It's a, it's quite a good show. Decent cast. It's got Ed Muir Tully from um, Game of Thrones mm -hmm. as well as uh, Mance Raider from uh, Game of Thrones and uh, and... and you know, they, they help carry things along a bit. And uh, it's interesting. It's 
I was telling Woody. And Miratelli, he's I'm I'm spacing. He's the one who missed. Uh, he kept shooting that flaming arrow at the boat and kept yes. fucking up, and then the blackfish had to do it for him. Yes. That scene made me dislike him so much that I bet I won't like him in this. Oh, uh, he was trying <laughs> so hard. He was trying I know he was. so hard. Wouldn't that be Wouldn't that be embarrassing? Like like, I don't know if there's anything like that in our modern society where like you're called upon to do a thing that's a little bit challenging, but it's a somber I've moment and everyone's watching. Mosin Nagant, you're trying to blow up a big screen TV from like 25 <laughs> feet and you can't hit it. Is this something Wings did? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Wings just, he bayoneted it. No, he <laughs> no, did. That what was a hilarious. It was that TV actually and he was doing it a was. video on like how the destruction slash disposal of it. And um, I'm having a hard time over something stupid, but you just this was be, maybe before Kyle was Russian, or if not, it was early on. But before Kyle was Russian, I felt like Wings almost pulled rank that like he was the gun guy. You know, he had no, a this, 50 this was, cal. This was this was this was well into Russia times because like okay. I, I remember I brought that whole like thing of guns like like so I had my that's ACR right, and like for right. the Desert Eagle and stuff but and prior to the Russian time I felt like Wings he laid claim to a large arsenal of weapons and and sure it seemed like guns were a big part of who he was yeah he claimed to have a fifty caliber sniper rifle mm-hmm. I think I do. But, you uh, you do yeah <laughs> like a sniper is it like what's a sniper rifle exactly but whatevs um but uh and then when we saw him shoot uh was indicative of a person who doesn't do it a lot yeah 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 he almost those, he almost killed you the ricochets right like yeah I, yeah, he, I i don't know if i can line it up right but he's shooting a tree here he and, and his girlfriend, I don't know if it was Brandy or Shalene or whatever, and were shooting the tree, and Kyle and I were off to the side. So it was hitting the tree and ricocheting to us. And Kyle just, certainly not in a panic, but maybe alarmed, you know? Like, like, like it's go, he's like, we're in a bad spot. We, need, we should go. And uh, I trusted his advice. It wasn't until later that night that we broke out the tracer rounds that you my, my eyes opened to the fact that these bullets don't just vaporize on impact. They just start going places. Yeah. And Kyle was right. We were in a bad spot. And, like, I don't know. I would have known not to shoot with other people just off downrange. But it wasn't until later I realized, like, bullets might have missed us by feet. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, we, we, it, it, was, it, was, it was not entirely safe. It was, it was good that we moved. Yeah, that, that was an interesting day. I felt like, I think we've said this before, but... Wing's entire posse was there. Like like mm. people that I don't I still don't know to this day who they were. They it was like they had all shown up to see Woody and I. And and it was they were they didn't interact with us or introduce themselves. They st- they huddled like 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 penguins looking at looking at seals to see like us, these outsider zoo animals who enunciated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're we're all over the there like we're all over there like doing our things and like look we'd look over our shoulder and enunciating. <laughs> we're enunciating. <laughs> <laughs> I think his truck is inspected. <laughs> oh, that has got shoes. La di da. Oh, two of the same shoes. Watch your wings <laughs> play God of War. Made, you, God of War's not on PC. I'm sure it is. It's a really is it? popular game. 
I, I, or is it if I had to guess, I would say it's a PlayStation 4 exclusive. I don't know that for a fact, but it's also one of those games where I, I bet it would be weird on a, on a, I guess you could play it on a keyboard, but let me, let me check. I I think it's a PS4 exclusive. Uh, I, I was, I was about to go stream. I, I don't know why I think this idea is good or funny, but I keep wanting to live stream and just be wings all night, you know, scream, look here, listen at people, uh, Threaten to ban guys all night long. I I would need to do my research because I would mess up his quotes. Can't just threaten to ban. You gotta go through. (laughs) Well, I I picture it like this: There's no mods in the stream, but I give the mods instructions all night long. (laughs) (laughs) Ban anyone who insults my gaming skills. Ban them. Ban anyone who does that. And just go on all night long doing that sort of thing. I'll tune in for that. This is the week the Medicare video might go up, but uh. That would be did you end did you end up watching his shoe nice one, Woody? I, I haven't. Seen any of I, I know you haven't. I, I haven't I either. Of all the people that he's spoken about, I know Woody, you do not care for that guy. Uh, shoe nice. As, yeah, shoe nice because he like he just was weird and odd I, and kind of rude. I I couldn't. I don't know. I I felt it was like, hard to peg down. I felt like we were doing a thing for him, kind of. You know, it, like. And he just sort he of sh- ate glue for us. That's, that's true. true. That's Props. a fair counterpoint. But he just he kind of shit on us all night long. And he was like, "That was stupid." What is this? A lesbian book club and this and that. And I was just like, "Like I don't know. Like why is we should have hit it back? Aren't you homeless?" Yeah, <laughs> you're right. We should have hit it. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, you know what I did like though? Apparently, he was in the Ice Poseidon stream. And he was in there chatting like, "I won't be ignored." This that he was trying to get us to recognize him in the ignored. Ice Poseidon screen repeatedly, and I I saw him and I was like, eh, "No, no, like it." He I'm not gonna interrupt the show to talk about shoe dice. Yeah, <laughs> hey, remember that guy who got views six years ago? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, not, like even more than that now, probably seven years ago. And then I, everybody was like, "I don't know how many times we can watch him chug slightly varying alcohols." You know what we should have done? We should have had him on board for the drinking episode. Like, imagine if, if we got him on, and every time we took a shot, he, he drank a, a fifth. fifth. <laughs> <laughs> Solve the shoe nice issue once and for all. <laughs> well, he's dead now. <laughs> no, he. I feel like he'd pull through. He'd he'd be okay. I like. He, I don't like. There's, he's got to have something unique with his digestive system to be able to eat that much caulk. And glue. Apparently, and caulk is non-food items. What I thought was interesting was his expertise in non-food items. He's like, ah, I forget what it was. It might have been caulk or a glue, but he's like, you know, if it's silicone-based caulk, you don't want to eat that. However, if it's in the DAP family, it's really no big deal. You can eat that. You digest it. It comes out the other end, just like all, any of your other poop. And I was like, like this guy has developed an expertise on stuff. I feel like he could walk through the hardware store and know what's safe for him to eat and what's not. Maybe. I wouldn't take his word for it, though. (laughs) No. What? I think I said safe for him to eat, though. Yeah, safe for him. Oh, Oh, okay. But but anyway, uh, we, like, I'd I'd never followed up on Shoe Nice that much, but I'd seen, like, a few videos online of people being like, hey, he told me he'd pay me for thumbnails, and then I gave them to him, and he didn't, and, like, stuff you know, kind of akin to that. And the Medicare video on him breaks it down in so much detail. Like there's stuff that like, I didn't even know about where it's like, holy shit. Like there was just some stuff where just like 
to- like you remember his thing of like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna save the homeless. Thank you. Yeah. Like that shit. Like that apparently that was pretty dubious in a couple ways where like there there wasn't uh, accountability for the funds in a couple instances. But I don't know. I I got a kick out of that one. I got a kick what? out of all of them. I it was um. Oh, I don't want to mess it up. There's a Pwnstar for Hire is what I'm talking about. It's easy to mess up because there's another guy at Pwnstar.com who's a very good player and a great guy. Pwnstar for Hire, um, he used to hate on me all the time, and I mostly just looked the other way. And then he ran this like charity for Christmas, and basically you just sent everything to his house, and then he would distribute it outwards. So like money, gifts, toys, etc. You send it all to him personally, and then he would distribute it. And it was actually Extraws who called him out as like, this is shady as fuck. What kind of guy like sets himself up to be the recipient of all your gifts and charity and then just what? Sends on the stuff he doesn't want to keep? And Yeah, it seems like it'd be faster to just use the post office, right? Or UPS and just ship it directly there instead of having this big middleman. Yeah. And putting a bunch of effort on the one guy. And there was like I think he might have canceled it or something. Like, you know, like I don't know, but I didn't really spot the the dubious part until Extra was pointed it out. I was like, Yeah, he sort of did set that up in a way that certainly didn't insulate him from criticism. So much better if if, if any YouTubers are out there watching this, have it go directly to them. Like we, I used to do a March of Dimes thing and mm-hmm. You know, you could tell like the it wasn't was going through me. It was going straight to the to where it belongs. Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, yep. trying to think. So, the, so Kyle's not current. You know, I'm enjoying Silicon Valley or Silicon Valley. I think both pronunciations are okay. Oh, Silicon, yeah. Silicon yeah. is uh, for breast implants. Oh, I didn't even. Oh, shucks. I should know better. Anyway, Silicon I, Valley might be a better show. <laughs> I bet there is a porn parody of that. <laughs> There is Kyle can find it. Uh, well, I'm, I, I actually a... stopped watching that show. I think last season or the season before, because I feel like it kind of lost a lot of momentum. Are you it, still liking it? It did lose some momentum. I agree. I felt like it was better in its first season or two. Yeah, like but one or two. It, it's a, it is the, uh, the equivalent of television candy, you know. And it, and I pop it. The shows are kind of short, and I enjoy it, and I, I watch the characters whatever hate each other but like each other and go through their things and they have moments where they're supremely awesome at their jobs and then just stupidly incompetent and making terrible decisions and i like watching it come through isn't uh what is his name the fat guy he's not on there anymore right uh he left to do an emoji movie and i wonder how he's looking back on that i do too i i i feel like there's more to it than they let on. I think that guy's a train wreck behind the scenes and he got fired. He, you think? Yeah. Do you think it could have been like he maybe got too big for his britches where they gave him the opportunity like, oh, now you're you're jumping straight from TV to movie, like the natural uh-huh. escalation like up. And he's like, I'm out of here. I'm, I'm a movie guy now. And then it kind of imploded. I feel like he's gotten in trouble in real life once or maybe even twice. Like, Getting belligerently drunk on an airplane and something else. That sounds familiar. I don't know if TJ Miller. That's his name. Yeah. Did he have some sort of sexual thing recently? That ended up being a uh, not, not sure. what it was. Yeah, it was uh, his girlfriend, his ex girlfriend from years and years and years ago, coming out about something, 
oh, apparently, yeah. like, his current girlfriend and everyone was corroborating, like, yeah, she's been harassing him for years, like, won't stop trying to get back at him, and, yeah, but allegedly. So, so. in 2016, he got into trouble for assaulting an Uber driver. <laughs> in 2017... He got into, it, that's the sexual assault allegations that may or may not be true. In 2018, oh. he got into charges for a fake bomb threat on an Amtrak train. And that's all that's there. Maybe I'm mixing up Amtrak with the airplane. No, no, I, I see it right here. Yeah, it says TJ Miller busted for drunk bomb threat on Amtrak train. That. That is definitely indicative of someone whose life isn't going swimmingly. Right? Like, I feel like, look, most people don't have, like, a major crisis every year on this. There's an implication that, yeah, that that maybe he got tossed off the show because he doesn't have his shit together. Yeah, that's, that could be fair. He was funny on that show in the first two seasons, though. The first two seasons of that show I thought were hilarious. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm and the, the, the tall, skinny guy who's just really uncomfortable and weird, he gave me quite a few laughs in that uh-huh. in the first couple seasons. I don't know why. I like. I feel like I like the actor. I don't know him at all, but it, the whatever comes through of him, you know, from he was on um, The Office as well. I always like that guy. I want him to do well. Ah, uh, John. Speaking of people from the office doing well, John Krasinski is killing it with this new movie, uh, mm. which I think he play, played a large role in the production of. Maybe he wrote it uh, or something like that. And I, I, uh, I know that he was he he chose to cast a deaf person, a daughter maybe or something like. He, yeah, yeah. He had to stick to his guns for that, so he must be, you know, if he has a role on who got the jobs. Maybe then. he's producing as well yeah. in some in some regard, and uh, I think it's going to give him the carte blanche to uh, to make a new sci-fi uh, movie that he wants to make. Um, I, I read that on Reddit somewhere. So uh, I, I like that guy a lot. Like, like yeah. I'm glad he's doing well. And it's interesting to see his body transformation from sort of uh, skinny, gawky uh, Jim Halpert to like an action hero. It's, <sighs> yeah. it's... Beginner games are great. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, he's got way more than beginner games. I know. Yeah. I'm just he, trying to work it in. <laughs> looking very good. Yeah. yeah, I saw that clip of like uh, Dwight or someone being like, you know, Jim, if you tried, you could probably have the best beard in this office. <laughs> and then it shows Jim now, and he's he's got a fantastic beard, yeah. shredded, looking great. He's if he put your stapler in Jello, you'd have to laugh and agree. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to snipe me as I'm walking out to my car. If like, he I'm... looked like that during the show, it would have been funny because he'd just been the big bulky yeah, he bully. Been a bully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I want to see. You would have been more like Packer. There's there's three movies that I have to see. Uh, One of them is that one. Another one is I haven't seen Black Panther yet. I know you guys might be lukewarm on it, but that's a movie I'd really enjoy. And then the new uh, Infinity Wars is coming out. I want to see that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to see it as well. Um, I don't. Have you seen Black Panther, Kyle? I know you. you I like haven't seen it. Like, yeah, I really like the superhero movies. I, I should see it. I mean to see it. Uh, I just haven't yet. I, I, I kind of like. I don't know. I'll, I'll watch it soon. Maybe when I watch Infinity War, I'll, I'll I'll watch Black Panther first, and then like eat some lunch, and then go back to Infinity War. Because these things are so goddamn long. <laughs> there's no way that you could just do, do them back to back. You gotta have a meal That's in between. That's the same series, right? Uh, yeah. The Black Universe Panther the comes to Amazon on May fourth. Ah. So I might just wait till then and then watch it at home. Like we've got a decent little yeah. movie set. They make you pay. You know, I get annoyed that they make you purchase it for like twenty dollars. Uh, like at first, you know, that's. 
that's one of the benefits that like Blockbuster has over or when it existed, when there was brick and mortar, like movie rental places over the current digital uh, platforms, because like when something first comes out, it's like, ah, it's not for rent. You can buy it. It's 20 bucks. Yeah. I didn't Gosh. know that. I'm going to yeah. check and see if that's the case. Yeah. I don't think I've ever bought a movie off of Amazon. I have. I have like, like if it's have, something it's I rare. really wanted to see because I'll like rationalize it. Like, you know, like, well, if I'd gone to the movies, it would have cost me like 50 bucks. You know, by the time I drive there, add the dinner that I'm definitely going to have buy two tickets, buy popcorn and drinks and stuff like it's eh, $20. Yeah. Seems. Have a, a nice $10 beer and some $8 popcorn. And yeah, I try All not right. to drink too much when I'm at the movies. Cause I don't want to get up and pee. Kyle, you're right. It looks like it's $20 and you have to buy it. Yeah. Yeah, they do that for like the first, depending on how hot the movie is. Like if it comes out and it's like nobody wants it, they're mm -hmm. like, ah, and now $5 rental like like a week later. But with something like that, I bet it's a month before you can actually rent it for six bucks or whatever. If only there was some way. Well, well there's ideas. the red box. Uh, yeah, you can go to a red box. <laughs> you, you go to one of those. You ever? Had, I, I don't think I've ever used one. But, uh, oh, I have. It's a really ingenious sort of, um, you know business idea i guess you know it's get rid of the entire out? oh yeah they've run out like the only time i ever use them is if like there's a storm or some shit and my internet goes out and i'm like well i don't have any other physical media like i guess <laughs> i need to go rent something to throw in the ps4 i wouldn't even know i'm sure google maps would let me know oh, yeah yeah like, pretty much out of every cvs and walgreens and rite aid and shit like every pharmacy has one yeah right. yeah so um, they have video games, too. I, I don't remember the last time. I've, I've only used one before, but it's been a long time. I'm watching something. I'm watching The Expanse. I'm mm. almost, What's that? So it's on the Sci-Fi Channel, and there are two seasons made. I don't know if three's happening now or, or what the scoop is. And um, it happens in space. Now, there are three like uh, groups of people. There are the Earthers, as you might guess. They're the people who were born on Earth. There's um, the Martians. So Mars in this universe is kind of like Russia. It doesn't have all the advantages that Earth has, but it's militarily very strong and the people are disciplined and they're not to be trifled with. And then there's the Belters. The Belters are like, I don't know, Ghana or something. Like disorganized, many factions and warlords. and um, Kind of uh, just shittier. Yeah. Like, are and they in like an asteroid belt or something? Like exactly. on an archipelago? They, they live on asteroids. And, and each of them have, uh, well, actually, every, the Earthers are the healthiest people. The Martians are often like mildly disadvantaged from their low gravity. Like they're, they come to Earth and they're not quite as strong and they're disoriented. And their dream on Mars is to build out a planet that actually has like an atmosphere and ocean and things like that. But they're not there. And then the belters are fucked. Like, if they don't get medical care, they grow up to be eight feet tall with bones as weak as chalk. And um, if you put them in gravity, it's like a kind of torture for them. You have to put them in water to help them out. And, and then there's, you know, some of them get different levels of medical care, which make them closer to regular people, but still not as good. And uh, none of these groups trust each other. And uh, then there's our little group. I don't want to give away even the beginning of it, but they go around and, and try to make things happen. And I what kind of what's like the proposed year that all this is going or do they not clarify if I'm not I'm not getting it. I don't know. 
but it's got to be pretty far in advance. Um, like, I know there was a guy who invented like a, a hyper, like a much more fuel efficient space engine, and that's 137 years before this takes place. And even that, I mean, who buys a fucking spaceship to tinker around with? <laughs> so the whole thing must take place like 500 years from now or something. I don't know. It's, uh, so I guess the time frame for the series is presumably intentional left vague, but the world of the expanse started as a, an, a tabletop, tabletop RPG that was set in the year 2350. And the TV series was first pitched as a thriller set 200 years in the future. So there it is. You know. Two, 300 years. So, uh, I'm enjoying it. I went into it thinking it was going to be Star Trek where characters died more often. And it is way grittier than that. And, uh, I don't know. I'm enjoying the expanse. You should check it out. If you, if you're looking for something to watch. Yeah. I, 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 I've, I've heard it's quite good. It's, uh, <laughs> I, I, I think I'll get into it, uh, pretty soon. Uh, Man, I'd want to be one of the earth people. Yeah, I think so. Well, for sure. They all if have... everybody else shows up and they're just weaker, like, how would Mars ever wage war on Earth when they get there and they're like, oh, my God, this backpack is heavy. Earth has some issues, too. Like, uh, they're basically fat and spoiled. Uh, something like 90% of the population doesn't have a job. They live on basic assistance from the government. But it's not that they're lazy. It's that there's no opportunities. You know, one guy that we – it's not a spoiler at all, but he's, he happens late in the second season. We meet him, and he says, hey, you know, like when I was – 18 i applied to be a doctor and i have been prepping and hoping that this opportunity like still comes true but i'm 52 years old now and it's just like damn you know well they live to be older too like 150 yeah. but uh you know it, it's just like so it's like a dystopian version of earth where it's like it's some not, overarching like global government and it, the people like there okay. is earth is like a single country and uh and the people mostly don't work and everything is easy to them. And the Martians see them and they're like, oh, my God, like you have all the air you want. You don't buy it. It's just there. Air and water just free and easy. Like, Jesus, you know, and, and the Belters, air and water are some of is more valuable than gold. And on Earth, it's a limitless supply. And people like make money getting like space icebergs and bringing them to the belt so people have water and it's interesting. And the, the people living on asteroids out there, they the belters, they can't even go hang out anywhere else because they'll just collapse because of gravity, right? Is that what you were saying? So they're pretty much stuck on their asteroid. Or... Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Uh, and then there's different techs like, you know, gravity shoes and stuff. And it's fun to watch. I'm enjoying the show. I'm liking it. Yeah, that sounds interesting. I may check that out. You should watch Battlestar Galactica, though, Taylor, before it, it, before anything. Like, like... Just, just watch the first uh watch the first two episodes they are two and a half hours long but <laughs> but uh, I, you know watch them i watched the old <laughs> battlestar galactica as a kid and people told me like what do you should check out battlestar galactica and i'm like that show is so stupid it's mm -hmm. dumb it's so dumb it's an in no the remake is not dumb it's it's smart tv it's very good very good yeah, I liked it. <sighs> but hmm. I'm sad I crashed my paramotor. I'm embarrassed. Oh, no. Did it break or just a, a crash? Oh, it broke. <laughs> it was... Uh, At least you didn't break. You know, I, thank God for small miracles. I swear this is the whole extent of my injuries, these scratches on my thumb. <laughs> but uh, 
So crashing your paramotor is safer than foot dragging. It turns out. I uh, You heard it here first, right? <laughs> I don't know if people are like the details might not register with guys, but basically when you turn you lose altitude, right? That's a thing. So I was planning my landing. Like I was the most experienced pilot in this group. So I went up just to check the air and tell other people what to expect, right? Some of them were real new. And I went up and the air was great. There was hardly any wind, but when there's no wind at all, it can be switchy. It was changing directions. And there was this tall windsock, call it like 25 feet tall. And it was showing like even the slightest wind changes. So as I'm coming into land, I kept changing my mind, like, cause you want to land into the wind. I'm like, well, I'll land this. Oh, well, you know, switched again. I'll land here. Nope, switched again. I'll land in this direction, in that direction. Because the windsock was kind of like in the way and there was a pilot on the field that was kind of in the way, it cut down on my options on where I could land. And at the very end, I'm like, all right, here's the plan. I'm going to turn about 120 degrees, hook this thing in, land here in front of everybody and, you know, nail it. I should have gone around or prioritized a clean approach over landing into a headwind that was like one or two miles an hour. Like I could have landed with a tailwind, it wouldn't have mattered. But uh, uh, what happened was as I did that turn, I was close to the tall windsock and I'm watching my wingtip to make sure that it didn't catch the pole, right? You, if the lines get caught on the pole, there's a possibility that it like grabs your wing, it's not wing shaped anymore and you just crash. So I'm, I'm watching to make sure I clear it. And then as I look forward, all of a sudden I'm out of altitude and I hit the ground embarrassingly hard. Uh, the frame gets all pretzeled up and damaged. Pretzeled? Yeah. Uh, I have some pictures. <laughs> I, um, the harness, like the stitching, like shreds and like comes apart and, uh, I flared, which is to pull the brakes, which would make it like you do that as you land so that it like you sort of, it's like you, you lose speed and give it lift at the same time. And then at the end, there's hardly any energy and you get to land nicely. Well, I flared real hard and like popped back up again and I didn't land on my feet that time either. Like I landed on my feet and I kind of fell forward on my hands and knees and it's like, oh, nice move asshole like you managed to crash twice in one flight you don't see that much and uh there's not a scratch people came running over afraid that i was hurt and yeah. uh i wasn't it was completely fine uh the cage took all the That's heat good. um there's a guy i know he does a landing with a twist he did it all the time it was like his thing and then as he landed he, he leaned so far over that he'd put the wingtip on the ground it's a trick and some small thorny little flower plant grabbed his wingtip, <clears throat> didn't let go, and he crashed. And when he described it, he's like, if you saw this, you wouldn't think it was the kind of crash that people would get hurt on, right? It, like he, it wasn't like he came falling from 100 feet in the air. He was just spinning himself a few feet from the ground. But if you land in the seated position just right, things can go really wrong and he had some spinal damage and they weren't sure he'd walk. Oh away. yeah. And for yeah. months he was in a wheelchair and then it clicked and now he's fine, but they didn't know if he'd be fine. You know, he's like that. This chair may or may not be, you know, I might live on wheels. That's, that could be his scoop. 
And uh, I feel like had this gone wrong, you know, like had the frame not taken the heat instead, and my spine did instead, like I don't know, well, this would have worked out. But Ow. as it as it turned out, the frame got all bent up, the titanium got twisted and stuff, and uh, um, yeah. So now I'm in the process of fixing it. The frame looks like new. I had a friend come over and we bent it back perfectly. It looks probably better than it was before the flight. Uh, there's in the bend back. There's a small little crack, so I'm gonna put some weld on that. Uh, I took the harness to a uh, cobbler, you know, where they have like heavy duty sewing and thread and stuff. Yeah. And uh, and the harness is better than new. Um, there are swing arms on the side. I don't even know where along the way my swing arms hit the ground, but one of them got bent. So I'll have new acro swing arms by tomorrow, and hopefully I'm flying by tomorrow or Thursday. Probably Thursday because we have a show tomorrow. But um, I feel like an asshole. And, yeah, somebody who he hasn't even flown yet, uh, I, I, I post a lot of videos online and stuff, and I, I'm intermediate going on advanced pilot. And in this area, that's, like, as good as it gets. <laughs> so yeah. he asked me to fly his paramotor. And uh, I'm like, you sure? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you know, like, I don't fly yet, and I want to make sure it's okay. So, so yeah, my most recent flight wasn't that one. I, I, I flew his paramotor and got jiggy with it and landed just fine. But um, I made a, a bad decision on, on the flight where things went wrong and then I didn't prioritize a clean, easy landing. Instead, I went for some unplanned trick landing idea. I came up with at 50 feet and didn't give myself, I didn't set myself up for success. And, um, yeah. Well, at least you didn't get hurt. Yeah. Well, at least, yeah. Yeah. Not nearly as bad as it could have gone. My father. When you fall from the sky and you aren't hurt, that's well, there is you know, that should be the focus of it. Well, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll be, I'll have you in my prayers. <laughs> <laughs> my father used to say that life's big problems were emotional and medical, and everything else money can solve. And uh, this won't even be that much. Maybe four hundred bucks, and I'll be good to go again. But. Uh, uh, I do feel like an asshole, and that is hard to fix. <laughs> I, I posted online in the paramotor group about it, and people were real supportive. Some of the most experienced pilots were like, yeah. He's like, I, it seems like every three to 500 hours, he needs to relearn that lesson. Like, He starts to forget that things can go wrong, that you need to be careful. And um, I guess that's what happened to me. You know, I was like, yeah, I'll just slice in between this guy and next to the sock and turn real low and you know nail this hook turn landing thing and uh it's like why'd you do that there were easier choices available and uh, you gotta push the limit yeah you push the <laughs> limit from three thousand feet where you can fix shit you know uh. where if you suddenly lose 15 feet it doesn't matter but Fucking around close to the ground is how people get hurt, and I have to burn that one in. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're okay. That's that sounded like it. Mm -hmm. uh, sounds like it could have been scary. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so there it is, the end of PKN paramotor talk that I think people might like. I like that. Is there any? Vi are we going to see any video of this crash? Uh, you might. Oh, that'd be neat if you'd like. Oh. But uh, I am not putting it online. <laughs> I feel like I, oh, I've done it before. God. You know what? People it, gave it, you a hard time. Somebody did, yeah. Um, and I'm just like, you know, I don't want to fucking 
no one else has to put every mistake out there that they make. So yeah, I, I feel you. I, I didn't hide it. You know, I posted up my lessons learned, etc. And I have some still shots of my frame before and after. But um, some I didn't take video, but somebody else did, and uh, I asked him for a copy of it. So it exists, and I'd be happy to show you. But I don't think I'm gonna put it on YouTube or anything, and let That's the fun. next guy out there who wants to give me shit like I'm not gonna fuel it. What do they say? Like you're doing something dangerous that you shouldn't be doing? No. Um, and they just call you bad. Yeah, they just call me bad. Some guy made up a nickname for me, like Dirt Burger, from that foot drag that went wrong. And Dirt uh, Burger. Yeah, I don't know. Who you're oh, getting. that's not even a good nickname. He's it's just not. And and he like every he just like everything I've written online for the past like two months. He replied to it and called me Dirt Burger. What a fucking asshole yeah yeah and i'm just like i don't want this shit anymore you know like and if, if you look at my reply like i'm just out there like helping people you know and uh he likes to stir shit up like that's his idea of online fun so um uh yeah i think i'll just keep the video to myself but you yeah. can see it if you'd like yeah i'm kind of interested yeah if you yeah, yeah, that's an easy way to, to watch it yeah yeah all right i guess that's the show yeah yeah all right, PKN 192.